0: Welcome back to another episode of the Unignorant Podcast. I am your host Chris Eric Williams, and I'm joined with my (laughs) guest. Guest. Yeah, you got kicked off the show. You didn't even know it. (laughs) But but my co-host, Akila Williams. Akila Williams, (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Maybe that they say what's in your heart comes out, right?
1: I know that's how you see me. I have plans. I have plans of,
0: of getting rid of you, huh? But listen, we got a great one for y'all today. Um, and we're gonna jump right into the episode because you know we, there's been some songs in the past, and I've heard a few other a few other rappers are saying some stuff and, and and they're saying, if you're scared, go to church as though being a Christian is something soft or weak or weak. And it's like, um, I don't think they really understand what it, what it means to be a Christian. Yeah, we, we, we are to have compassion for people. We are to care for people. We are to love people. But don't get it twisted. When technically, Christians are not called to be scared. Christians from the Bible weren't scared. Christians stood up for what they believe, even in the face of death. Now, to me, that's gangster. For those that might not understand, it's a metaphorical term. So it's a figure of speech. Now, let's look at some of the disciples who were, who were probably definitely scared, definitely dealt with fear, but they overcame their fear and stepped into bravery and stood up for what they believed. The Bible does not provide detailed accounts of how most of the disciples were martyred. However, we have information about their deaths from early Christian traditions and historical sources outside of the Bible. Let's look at Peter. Peter Tradition holds that the Apostle Peter was crucified, but he requested to be crucified upside down. Wow. That's gangster. Andrew, the brother of Peter, he is said to have been crucified on an X-shaped cross. You have James, son of Zebedee. Is it Zebedee? Zebedee. Zebedee. Was the first of the apostles to be martyred. He was beheaded or stabbed by the order of King Herod. You can look at Acts 12 too. Jude, who wrote the book of Jude, martyred by being beaten with the club, then crucified. Philip, another one, uh, was crucified. Bartholomew. Bartholomew is traditionally thought to have been skinned alive and then either crucified or beheaded. Now, this, 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 these individuals, these disciples stood up for what they believe. They didn't back down. Now, you might say, well, that's, that was way back in the Bible times. Things are different now. Oh, really? What about our brothers and sisters being martyred all across the world? I have a headline here from 2015. Islamic State Shoots and Beheads 30 Ethiopian Christians in Libya. Another headline from 2019. ISIS says it beheaded Christian captives in Nigeria. In 2015, Islamic State releases video to show beheading of 21 Egyptians in Libya. Another headline from June of 2023, hundreds of Nigerian Christians were killed in a recent attack. At least 450 Christians died. They say the number of Christians killed for their faith rose to 5,898 in 2022 up from 4,761 in 2021. Afghanistan, North Korea, Somalia, Libya, and Yemen saw the highest rates of persecution globally. Think about that. Does that sound like somebody who is soft or scared? Like living for Christ is not a scared thing or a weak thing. There are people who stand up for what they believe and, and, and for their faith. You might have gangsters in the street as soon as you pull out of oh, they're taking off, yeah, yeah, but they're portraying I'm gangster, I'm this, I'm that. Like Christians is really dying out here in these streets. There's a story of a, of, a, of a man who, who who was a masked man, ran into a church with a with a huge gun, AK-47, whatever gun, right, ran inside of this church during the worship the worship service, and he said, "If you believe in Christ, you're going to die today." But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you five minutes to run out of this church. Many people jumped up, ran out of the church. There was about maybe 50 people left. The gentleman took off the mask and he said, how are you doing? My name is John. I'm the new pastor here at this church. I just wanted to get rid of the churchgoers. Thank you for staying. Now let's begin. Are you ready to die for Christ? Are you bold for Christ?
1: I think the misconception is, because the Bible says that Jesus is meek and lowly, that means he's gentle and humble, that people take that to extreme to mean that all Christians should be like that. Mm -hmm. So they think, Oh, you never should stand up for your faith. You never should fight back. You should just take whatever comes, never give any pushback, never say anything. Jesus was definitely not weak or scared. There are times when Jesus said and did things that made him Mm Gangster. People think because Jesus was born in a manger or he healed people or he talked about loving people, he didn't fight back when he was crucified. That must mean he was weak, like he was a punk. Mm -hmm. But actually, he chose to do those things. He came to do the will of the father. And that is why he showed you that side of himself, the humble, meek side. But don't get it twisted. Jesus was not. And is never weak, and we as Christians were not called to be weak, right? Because our Savior is not weak.
0: That's right. That's right. I really believe that that statement came from the pit of hell. The devil himself said that statement, like gave that statement to 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 that rapper and the many rappers. If you scared, go to church. Here's why I believe it's it's you know the devil behind this. Like who wants to be called scared? Like if you scared, go to church. So that's you ain't scared.
1: Yeah, yeah. I ain't scared. So it goes back to pride, then. Right. You want to
0: show that I'm macho. I'm I'm a man. I ain't, I ain't scared. But that's far from the truth. Yeah. You don't go to church because you're scared. You go to church because you realize there there has to be more to life. So let me learn more about my creator and find out what my purpose really is. You go to church because you realize street life is not worth dying over or going to going in and out of jail. You go to church. Because you have everything in the world and still have no peace or joy. You go to church because you realize you're in need of a savior.
1: Jesus was very countercultural. He went against the cultural norms and the way people thought. Jesus would often say and do things that would upset a lot of people. Right. He would overturn tables and chairs in the temple when they use this house for a house of merchandising and not for prayer.
0: The church. The, the church, church.
1: Yeah. yeah. He called the Pharisees a generation of vipers. Basically, he's insulting them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He would challenge people on what it takes to be his disciple. And he has called us to be the same. He has called us to be countercultural. People see being a Christian or going to church as weak. But guess what? Anyone can live for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can do what they want to do when they want to do it. It takes real boldness. It takes real courage to live a life that is completely sold out for Christ. As, it's, as you said before, that people are being martyred across yeah. the world. People are getting their head chopped off. Yeah. That's, that's not easy. No. It's not easy to die to yourself. It takes a real gangster to be a disciple for Christ.
0: That's right. Even, even with yourself, like you're fighting your own self. You have all these urges and desires that you no longer want to live by. And you have to fight each day when you're tempted. Like, if you're tempted and you feel the urge to do something that is wrong, then you just do it. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. But now you are fighting those urges and and, and those those fleshly desires and saying, no, I'm not doing that. I live for Christ. That's, that's gangster.
1: And when you start living for Christ, right, you may start losing some friends. You may lose some family members. You may get persecuted on social media. Right. Because I know everyone wants to be liked, right? And everybody wants to be have the, the, the hearts go up their page. Everybody likes everything you say. Everybody likes everything you do. But when you start getting serious with Christ, you may get persecuted on social media. Mm-hmm. You may get some pushback.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There may come a time where we get imprisoned for what we believe. Right. You may even lose your life because you stand up for Christ. That's not easy. But submitting your will and your ways to the ways of Christ... That takes real courage and bravery.
0: Absolutely. We're not called to be timid or fearful. We're called to be bold and courageous. And we really, like you said, we got to stop trying to please people. And I'm speaking to myself. Like, I'm always trying to please people. I'm trying to make sure I'm, I don't offend anybody. I don't want to talk about Jesus right here. I don't want to mention God or mention Jesus because, like, that's things that I've gone through. With on social media, and recently I'm like, nah, no, I, you know what? I am, I am, I'm an ambassador for the kingdom of God. I am a believer. I am a Christian. I'm gonna speak up when I need to speak up, and if I need to be quiet, I'll be quiet. Right? I mean, we go to Paul in Galatians. Let's look at Paul in Galatians one ten. He says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. I would not be a Christian.
1: But that's crazy because in John, it says that John 15, 18 through 19, it says, If the world hates you, remember that it hates me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of this world. I choose you to come out of the world so it hates you. So Mm. we're trying to get likes. We're trying to be liked by people who are going to hate us. Right. Because once you name the name of Christ. Right. There's automatically going to be a separation.
0: Yes. The moment you start, let's say you're trying to fit in, you're trying to hang out. They're like, yo, you know, take a drink. Oh, no, I don't drink. Yo, take a smoke. No, nah, I don't smoke. Yo, what's up with you? No, nah, well, I'm a believer. Oh, they put you now in that box. Now you're trying to fit in. They're never going to like you. So we're trying to impress people and
1: like and get the likes and opinions of people who don't like us
0: anyway. Right. Right. Why are we trying to get the approval of people? Like, you are a Christian. If you are a true, genuine Christian and you are representing, they are not going to like you. And that's okay. Not everybody is going to like our message. They're not going to accept the gospel. They're not going to accept you being a Christian and hanging out with you. That's okay. And we have to be okay with that because our job is to get the approval of God and not people.
1: And that's a part of bearing your cross. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus says, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword for I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves his father or mother more than he is, more than me is not worthy of me, is not worthy to be called my disciple. And he who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me, not worthy to be called my disciple. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me or worthy to become my disciple. He who finds his life will lose it. Mm -hmm. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. So which part of that scripture you hear weakness? I see no weakness in. Bearing the burden of following Christ, right. of not being liked, of being separated from your family. Right. There are families right now who are in division because some people are Christians and some people are not. P- having people hate you because you're following Christ—that's not easy. Right? No one wants to be hated.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Even losing your life for Christ's sake is not weakness, because we know. Because we know that in the end, we will have eternal life. We will be with Christ when He comes back. So we make the sacrifice now, we die to ourselves now, right? We carry the burden of, of, of living a life that pleases God. We carry the burden, we carry the cross of submitting our will to the will of the Father. Just like Jesus said, not my will, mm-hmm. but his will be done. Do you think it was easy for Jesus to go to the cross right. Right. and being whipped and beaten? It was not, but it wasn't his will. Anyone can walk away. Anyone can quit. Right. Quitting is easy because in, when you quit, you get peace. Mm-hmm. You, no one's bothering you. There's no persecution. So quitting, that anyone could quit. But can you still go when the Father requires something from you?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Something that may be heavy. So the world is not going to love you. That's the cross you have to bear. When you speak about Christ, when you say, no, I'm going to live a life totally sold out to Christ, you have to carry that cross every single day. Every day you get up, you have to choose Christ. And that cross can be heavy sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's not weakness. Right. That's not being a punk. That's choosing the better part of life.
0: Yeah. I say we change that statement, right? If you're scared, go to church. No, I say if you're smart, if you're wise, if you're bold, if you're courageous, if you're strong and no longer want to walk in darkness, then go to church. Let's change that statement. Like, that statement is is said with ignorance. And I tr- like I said, I truly believe that's the enemy. That's the enemy. Because yeah. scaring people, well, having people feel like it's weak to go to church. No, that's a good thing. Because you're going to learn about your creator. You, you you might even give up your life for Christ at church. And the, the enemy knows, the enemy doesn't want you to do that. So he doesn't want you going to church. So if you go there, you're scared. And, but yet, he wants you to stay... In darkness. He doesn't want you to find out about the light. He doesn't want you to be around other believers that can help you. That's how that's how the enemy is, is working, man. So as believers, we gotta represent. Like we can't be quiet. This is no. a time, especially in these times, we have to be bold and courageous and be willing to get persecuted. I am somebody like like I'm speaking about myself. I love to please, like, I just want to please people. I don't want to offend nobody. Nah, some people are gonna get offended. Because what I'm not going to do is change the word of God to appease you. I'm not going to change the word of God so you could be, you know, not feel offended. No, the the, the message is going to offend some people, and that's okay. My statement on your on your on a post on Instagram or Facebook is it might offend some people, but one thing I'm going to do is say it in love. Yeah, I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to walk in love. But sometimes you can walk in love, and the person still hates, still gets offended, still gets offended. <laughs> like I wrote on one post on Instagram. I said, uh, I said, well, no disrespect. and I said, but there is a second death. That's all I wrote. This person came and said, yo, get out of here with all that Jesus stuff. You and Jesus go eat a D. Wow. Told me that straight in the comments, left it right there, walked away. Like this is, you could be nice. I didn't say anything bad. I said, yo, uh, no disrespect, but there was a second death. Yo, get that Jesus. <laughs> he was, that demon was so upset about me mentioning that about the second death. Now, who doesn't want you to know about the second death? Exactly. Think about that. Who exactly. doesn't want you to know whether, and that's my thing. Like if, if, if a Christian says something, why do you get so upset? Why do you become so angry? They're not angry at you
1: per se, the Christian, they're angry at Jesus. I know right it's, it's, it's the, there's something about the name of Jesus
0: right but we can't back down can't. as believers this is, this is our encouragement to you today to stand up even when persecution might come your way stand up for Christ be bold for Christ this is not something that we're supposed to th- I'm gonna tell you what one of the problems is one of the problems is going to church on a Sunday and dressing up and putting all these fancy suits and ties has softened us because we believe this is church. Yeah, Church yeah. is just about going to church on a Sunday, dressing up, looking good after the service. Come on, let's take some pictures in our church clothes. Oh, let's post it on Facebook. Look at what we did. We went to church and we dressed up. Now we're going to go home and do whatever we want to do. Yeah. The problem is some churches today are just adult daycares and social clubs. Let's be honest. Y'all might as well pull out the bingo table, pull out some cards, play some poker in the back, because what are we doing? We have to get to a place where we're not just going to church, but we are the church. We're reaching the loss and not afraid of being rejected. We have the good news. We have to be unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's a world all around us that's dying but we're just dressing up to go to church. That's it. That's what Jesus died for.
1: It's comfortable to stay behind the four walls. It's comfortable to be quiet while the world is telling everybody speak your truth. Yeah. Right. And we're not called to speak our truth. We are called to speak the truth. That's right. And the truth is Jesus Christ. He is the truth the way and the life. That's right. No one comes to the father, but through him, Jesus is the only way.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we don't go out there and speak truth. We speak the truth. Cause everybody has their own truth. Right. But doesn't mean it's true, but it's, they say yeah. they have their own truth. So if we're behind the four walls, of course we're a social club. It's comfortable, but we need to start getting uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And please know we're, we're talking to ourselves here. <laughs> We're ministering to ourselves because we're, we're not saying you can't take any pictures and you can't socialize in church. But if that's all we're doing, then we've totally missed it because Christ did not die for us to just go to church.
1: I want to give you an example of a real gangster, the Apostle Paul. Come on now. Paul talks about his hardship in preaching the gospel. He was put in prison. He was whipped more than five times. He was beaten with rods. He was stoned, shipwrecked three times. He was adrift at sea. He faced dangers from rivers, deserts, and robbers. He was persecuted by both Jews and Gentiles. He has faced dangers from people who say they were Christians and were not. Mm. He has gone without food many days. He has been thirsty many days. And he has had many sleepless nights.
0: What part of what you just said about Paul is, is weak nothing. or scared? Nothing. That There's sounds nothing. like a man who was about that life. There's nothing weak about that. There's nothing, you know, scary. Like this person's scared. No, this person is definitely about that life. Yeah. And this is where, this is where the Christian, we really have to take the scriptures seriously. I think because we're not persecuted in this, in this country. Yeah. We're not we're not hearing about people being beheaded because they they said the name of Jesus. So our persecution is on social media. Maybe someone said, Hey, get out of my face. Um, someone, you know, maybe at work looked it was like maybe not hanging out with you anymore. But so what? We're not here to please people. We're here to please Christ. So we want to encourage you to be bold for Christ. No matter where you go, be bold, be brave, be courageous,
1: be unashamed, of be the gospel.
0: unashamed of the gospel, be unashamed. Paul's what did
1: Paul said. Romans chapter one, verse 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. First for the Jews and also for the Greeks or the Gentiles.
0: If you know there is power in the gospel, if you believe that what God has done for this world by sending His Son and dying on the cross for the world, why wouldn't you tell someone that? And I'm talking to myself, of course, of course. I am talking to myself, but let me tell you something. I have right now an opportunity. Like if I, if I sense a door or an opportunity. Cause you can't just jump out. Hey man, you, you want to know Jesus, you know, <laughs> looking crazy. Like, you know, you know, you're going to hell. You know, you can't start a, a, a conversation like that. So you got to use wisdom. If there's an, 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 a door or an opportunity, you're going to get this gospel. You walk off. That's fine. And that's another thing. Please do not feel like we have to save the world. There are going to be people that don't want to hear it. And that is fine. You never see in scripture. When people turned away from Jesus, you never see the next scripture say, and then Jesus began to run them down because he said, listen, I didn't mean it like that, man. I didn't No, Wait, come on. No, no, wait. No. When he spoke to the rich ruler and told him to, to, to sell all of his possessions and then come follow me, the rich ruler walked away sad. The next verse says, and Jesus turned to his disciples and said, man, it's hard for rich people to get into the, get into heaven.
1: Pretty much, because their god is their money.
0: But the next verse did not say. And Jesus went to him and said, "Wait, no, no, come on. I didn't mean it. Listen, I know you might have got offended, and and and, and, and I know. Maybe, okay, don't sell all the stuff. Just sell. But see, God was getting to his heart because his idol was his possessions. Yes, his yes. god was his things. And Jesus did not say, "Hey, let me let me change that up a little bit for you, so you so you won't get so offended, and you you can still have some of your stuff." No, I want first place in your heart. And I realized, now, that doesn't mean everyone goes sell their stuff. But if your stuff has you, maybe you need to sell some things. We didn't plan on saying that, but maybe That's there's someone work. who's listening. Maybe there's some things you have in your life that is holding. Listen, I say it like this, and I said it the last episode. Anything that keeps me away from my God, I don't want it. Anything that keeps me separated from God, I don't want it. So if it's things money whatever business i will listen if it's going to keep me away from spending time with god i don't want it. if you if it becomes first place in my life i do not want it we went off on a tangent right there but no
1: that's good stuff
0: listen be let's be bold for christ let's represent christ everywhere we go and let's be unashamed are you willing to stand up are you willing to stand up for christ in this life So we want to thank you for listening. We pray that this episode was a blessing to you and encourages you. And we pray that you will go and be bold for Christ. And always remember, stay unignorant.